When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is the day after President's Day. <laughs> it's Tuesday, February 21st. <laughs> it's one week after Valentine's Day. Seven days before the last day of the month. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful that Callie types the date at the top of our show notes before every episode because... Seven days before the end of the month. Yeah, last day of February uh, is... Yeah. Weird. Uh-huh. I mean, I know it's a short month, but thirty days has September, September, April, April June, June, and November. November. All, all the have, rest of thirty-one, have, except have, for February, which only has twenty-eight. Isn't that great? Oh, is that how you learned it? No, I just made the last part. I was about to say because what I learned was like, except for February, which is done, and I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. But Sometimes, someone got lazy at the end of the rhyme and was like, okay, there's twenty-eight days in February. I don't know what to say about that, but we got everything else covered, so figure it out. We gotta make a rhyme work. It's fine. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for grateful for our little date walk. It was seventy-five degrees in Atlanta yesterday, and you know it's supposed to be eighty-two on Thursday. Well. 75, I feel like, is the perfect Atlanta temperature. And here is the golden Atlanta weather, right? We get probably five, six really, really, really good days a year that don't involve pollen. Right. That don't involve being way too hot. Yep. That don't involve being chilly enough that you need a jacket. So this is like, if we lived in California, I would expect that this would be like California weather. It was amazing. Jeff and I. This is is, um, PWPP. Post-winter pre-pollen. Yes. It was perfect PWPP weather. That's how it's pronounced. So we took advantage of the day and we went on, we stopped in our work day around like, what, like three? And we took a little walk around the neighborhood. This whole work day has been, in my mind, outstanding. Yesterday's work day. That's what I meant. Yesterday's work day has been outstanding because I... As as much as I like my routines and, uh, you know, habits and and, and uh, I don't know routines. I guess is there another word for routine that I'm, I can't think? No, of? you're thinking of your routine. That's the right okay. word. Um, I'm also aware that sometimes I get trapped in them, and they lead to repetitive behavior that might not be great. So I like to mix things up every now and again. So sometimes I'll go to a Starbucks instead of our co-working space. Sometimes I'll go to a Starbucks instead of working at the house or go to the co-work. I just mix it up. And I proposed to Callie that we go to a coffee shop yesterday and she found this restaurant that's near our house that, I mean, it was President's Day, so I think it was probably busier than usual, but it was packed. It We sat outside It was a vibe that I was not expecting. It started my day off right. Then you sprung the let's go on a midday walk thing with me. 
to me. And I thought that was outstanding. You know what else? Yesterday was fantastic. You know what is interesting about yesterday? It is I intentionally bossed you around all day. You did? Yes. You told me over the weekend that you think that I need to be more firm with you in terms of, okay, when we're in meetings, if it's a one hour meeting, it's a one hour meeting. We show up at nine o'clock like it would be, we were meeting someone else. Right. Like we're not late. We're respectful of the time. We move on. We create a, here's what our priorities are for the week. And then we execute those. So there were, I told you what we were doing every step of the way. I don't even, you didn't even notice, I guess. No. And then I, when you would get off track, I would say, let's go back because that's not what we're doing today. Did I go We'll put it on the list for later. And we pivoted back and you're like, okay. So I I dictated the entire day. Did I pivot back? Yeah. Cause I forced you to, huh. and you, but you didn't fight me on it. Well done. So, you know, huh. I feel like this is your bliss is being told what to do, keeping it's, in mind that you like organization and routine and, and knowing what's. It's yeah. not necessarily, no, it's not necessarily being told what to do, being bossed around as much as it is prevent me from if we have three things that need to accomplish and number three is the most important, but number one is the most fun or number one is the one that's closest to me, I'll spend the whole day working on number one. Right. Even though number three is breathe. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, well done. Thank you. I love that you didn't even notice. I feel yeah. like that makes me a really good boss. It's a sad day. It is a sad day, Callie, in our house. We're in mourning. Munch, the actor who played Munch on Special Victims Unit, passed away. His I didn't know he his was name's Richard Belzer. He wasn't that old. No, he's not by his, today's standards. I mean, seventies now. I mean, he was in his 70s, 75. 75 Yeah, 75 means nothing. Jimmy Carter's 98. Yeah. So by today's standards, I feel like that's kind of young. He is someone to me that, first of all, we love Law & Order SVU. Not any of the other ones, but SVU, we love. We love all the characters. We've seen so many episodes, like an embarrassing number of episodes. Isn't that universal though? I don't know any super fans. I hadn't watched Law & Order until I met you at all. Not one single episode. Yeah. How did you... I wasn't a huge Law & Order fan. I was watching it because I thought you loved it. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. I was One of maybe us must have. Been like, I wonder what the hype is about. Let's. But I, I feel like SVU is the only Law & Order series that has um, dedicated super crazy fans. Yeah. I couldn't even name the other ones. There's. Well, there's just Law & Order. Okay. There's Law & Order. Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the other ones. I don't know. There's, there's the gang one because- Elliot got his show. Stabler got his show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anywho, so Munch passed away. He is a guy that to me has looked the same age since he was 20. Like he never looked 20, but he also never looked 75. He was just like a consistent age his whole life in my head. And Jeff was telling me about him. I had- Zero clue that he was a stand-up comedian. He was a big deal stand-up comedian in the 80s. And that's where he got a certain, and he's been in a million TV shows. Law & Order, SVU being the, the biggest. Uh, so I, I went to 
go down a YouTube thing to find um, clips of him mm-hmm. doing stand-up. And here's what I realize. Uh, stand-up comedy in, in the 80s was incredibly racist. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Like, uncomfortable, cringeworthy to listen to. Yeah. And, I mean, I know as uh, a fan of stand-up comedy and as a fan of uh, and have friends with many comedians and I've done stand-up comedy, uh, I know that there's an artistic, you know, you're on the stage, you're doing a performance, do you say whatever, you know, you're compelled to do and your fans will find you and whatever. But it was, (laughs) like, I had to search... To find, We're not putting it on our show. No. Yeah. I did find a clip of him uh, in a very 1970s. It's a very 1970s stand-up clip. Mm-hmm. He is. Lily, chill out. Sorry, Lily is. Um, there's a, another dog that dares to walk within a half a mile of our house. Lily's a no, Mick Jagger fascinates me because he's like a rooster on acid. Do you ever notice that? Okay, I'm getting a no. If Mick Jagger can't get any satisfaction, I'm a mummy, okay? <laughs> See Carter on the news today? He had an interview. He fooled us, Carter. I mean, when he was campaigning five years ago, he came out and he quoted Bob Dylan. And even people in the East went, oh, wow. <laughs> he came out, he tricked us, I admit it. I fell for it. He came out and he was, Dance with my friend. He's blowing in the wind. <laughs> Dance is blowing in the wind. Wow, elect him. And now the world's coming to an end, then he comes out. You wah ba ba loo la bam boom. Tootie fruity all rooting. And we're supposed to sleep at night, okay? Thank you. Stand up comedy's gotten better, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Because that. I'm, uh, you know what? Let's just let's not disparage the dead. Anyway, a fan favorite on Law and Order SVU. I actually think I teared up at his. Remember his retirement party episode? I kind of don't. You don't? He was at the bar. He came in. I think he was in a tux. It's vaguely ringing a bell. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Hmm. I was, I don't Hang know. On. Before we go on, I want to see what the other SVUs are. Because, you know, the guy who started SVU, the Dick Wolf guy, mm-hmm. started like a million of them. Oh, does he own the whole franchise? Oh, yeah. He's a gazillionaire. I think it's all about Olivia Benson. That's, is that why the SVU is the one? Mm, I don't know. They have a really good... Cast of characters. Okay. Law and Criminal Minds. Right? Nope. Oh. Uh, okay. So here are his shows. Law and Order started in 1990. Mm. Law and Order Special Victims Unit, 1999. Law and Order Criminal Intent. That's ah, probably the go. one you were mm-hmm. thinking of. Wait, that's it? There's only three of them? Hmm. What about the the Stabler one? Is that criminal intent? That's like organized crime or something. Yeah. 
Anyway, poor Stabler. Oh, yeah. Law and Order, Organized Crime. Yeah. That one. Oh, and then there's other. He did a bunch of shows. Oh, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. He definitely likes a theme. Yeah. And then a couple. Oh, he's the executive producer on um, a TV special about the guy in South Carolina who's on trial right now. I forget his oh, name. is he really? Okay, because uh-huh. I want to watch that, but it doesn't come out until it either came out yesterday or it comes out on the twenty second. I wasn't sure which one. I this will a, say this I said it came came out in twenty twenty one. How's that possible? Oh well, there's one that's coming out. Oh my gosh, he's a time traveler. <laughs> uh, that must be why he's so successful in television because he can you know predict the future. Chicago I, Justice. Oh my gosh, Cold Justice, and then the Jim Gaffigan show. <laughs> That's that random. Doesn't seem like it fits. Law and Order UK. Okay. Law and Order LA. LA. Uh, yeah. This, I mean, I we could spend the rest of the show just reading all of these. Okay, so I did actually watch his show then because I watched one of the Murdoch things that came out. Maybe it wasn't his because I thought it came out 2022. There's another one coming out this week. It's either on Hulu or or Netflix. um, And it's supposed to be about the Murdoch thing. Here's the thing about that trial. I can't keep up. Like there's too many webs. And I, every time I read the news, I'm confused because I'm like, wait a minute, which one's the son? And did the son die? Who was on the boat accident kid? Is that the same? So I, I felt like I needed to know what was going on. And so I watched whichever one is already out and it did a really good job of weaving together why there's so many moving parts. And truly it is the most complicated story. It is mind blowingly complicated. But here's here. I started to try to piece it all together and Here's what I decided. I'm I'm trying to be more intentional with my news consumption mm-hmm. because I think it has more of an impact on me than I that that I realize. Yeah, you know, and news just it's just been it's been just just crazy. So I there's no. I mean, I know it's a criminal trial and it's about murders and and. And then other trials are about money stealing and taking money from his company and all the stuff is happening and housekeepers, right? Didn't his housekeeper quote fall down the stairs, but nobody really knows or whatever. There's like six. Oh, the housekeeper fell. I'm using finger quotes because now they're investigating it, I think, but she died on his property. And then, you know, he kept the insurance money. Yeah. And then he told the sons, Hey, the sons of the house, I'm going to help you sue me. Yeah. For money. And then because I have insurance and I want to make sure you guys are taken care of. So I'll help you sue me. And then when the payout came from the insurance company, he just never, never paid the him. sons back. He never told him that it came He's through. Like, oh man, I love the, the amount on your of, machine. The amount of people that have died that have some sort of connection to him right. is really, really weird. And there's also a bunch of like fraud stuff that he did. So it's very bizarre because it's also also multi-generational. It's not just the dad that has people around him that have died. The son has people around him that have died. Like everything about their but, life is really shady. And it just reeks to me of rich people, privilege, yeah. rich, crappy people with privilege getting away f- with a lot of things for a lot amount of time. Um, I, so I gave up for on a trying, long amount of time, a lot amount of time. Doesn't I, make sense. I gave up on trying to watch it or whatever, because 
being more intentional about my news consumption, there was nothing good about the story anywhere. Zero. Nothing. I was walking Lily around, or we have this little loop around our neighborhood that I've been getting my steps in on. Still doing it, by the way. It's been a couple of weeks now. And so there's a school with a fenced in area for a kid's playground. Now it's near a road. So they have, it's a um, chain link fence with a gate that closes, right? And I was walking Lily by it and Lily starts freaking out. I realized that someone is using the playground as a dog run. Unacceptable. And I was like, am I being too sensitive or is that so rude? It's rude, it's unhealthy, and it's gross. And well, it's and it's it's so selfish. I mean, besides the fact that there is a no dogs sign there. Yeah. I think even a, before there was an Ellie and I was thinking about playgrounds, I don't think I would have ever thought it was okay to let my dog run around on a playground because dogs pee, dogs mark on stuff. You know what I mean? Like, even if they don't poop there, like that's still gross. Kids are playing, rolling around. Like Ellie comes home with sticks in her hair from the playground. Yeah. Like Devil, devil's advocate, right? Can I just be devil, play devil? Always. Let's say that the person was out walking their dog mm-hmm. and the dog already peed 10 times and the dog pooped twice. So there's nothing left. The, the, the pipes are clear. The drain has been flushed. So now they're letting the dog run out some extra energy because it's a nice day. Is that possible? It's possible. Do, would I do it? No. I, yeah. Would you? I, well, I, I'm trying to, I don't know. I, no, I wouldn't do it, but I almost wonder if I would say something. To the person be like, dude. Yeah. Because I don't think I would have been as in tune with it. I would like to think I would have, but before I had Ellie and just knew how much stuff kids touch, Mm -hmm. it's everything. Before I was aware of that, I may have just been like, meh. But if it were you, you would have been like, dude. I may, I get out know. of there. Like that's I'm, a I may have just said, hey, that's really gross for I don't know. I wouldn't have. Who am I kidding? I and it's a school playground and kids play there every day. It's not like it's not an old abandoned one behind a Right. Yeah. Like it's yeah. yeah. Anyhow. Here are your three random things. What? That was still part one. Oh, it doesn't need to be. We're already at 18 minutes. I know, but the first part usually runs 20. Oh, okay. Actually, who am I kidding? I wouldn't have said anything. I don't even speak up when I'm trying to defend myself. Yeah, you are, <laughs> even though you wouldn't do it. Uh, that should have been a Supreme Court Cali because Supreme Court Cali says, uh, absolutely not, party foul. Do not do that. When you invest in a pair of Rothy's shoes, you are making sure that you are constantly putting your best foot forward. And here's the thing. If you're not comfortable, if you're not proud, if you're not excited about the way you look going through your day, you're not going to exude the confidence that you want to reach your goals every single day. And I believe that and I know it to be true. You can do this with Rothy's shoes because they are so comfortable and they're also really, really cute. You will be 
thrilled when you open the box and see how cute these shoes are. My favorite for work are the loafer style. And I have this like cat print loafer style. It is so cute. It's got red lining around it and I get so many compliments on it and they are incredibly comfortable. So I never have to worry that my day is going to be interrupted by the annoyance of my shoes, which is something you don't think is annoying and going to disrupt your day until it does. And then you all day are like, my shoes are so uncomfortable. My shoes are so uncomfortable. I wish I wouldn't have worn these shoes. Well, not with Rothy's. You can also machine wash them and... Rothy's shoes are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from cycled single-use plastic water bottles. That's right. They take water bottles that would have wound up in landfills and turn them into their signature thread. And they've done that with over 146 million bottles. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. When you're sick, you'll take any secret weapon you can get to feel better fast. For me, when I had a little bit of the stomach bug at the end of last week, my secret weapon was liquid IV. I needed to hydrate in a bad way, and Liquid IV made it easy. One little packet of Liquid IV in my favorite flavor, strawberry, in a glass of water, and I drank it down, and I could almost feel my body absorbing the water and absorbing the hydration into my system. It has five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And it's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. They, uh, science behind it, basically the combination of everything, all the ingredients together, the potassium and whatnot, all of that uh, just helps the water that you drink Get into your system faster, a lot of times faster. And when you're sick, that's important. You can get Liquid IV in your house for an emergency just like that by going to Costco, or you can get 20% off by going to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. KiwiCo is a company that we started working with um, right when Ellie arrived and they sent her what's called the Panda Crate, which is this hands-on crate for kids from zero to 24 months. And that was in partnership with Seattle Children's Hospital. So it's really cool because they kind of help you teach how to play with and stimulate your baby, even though they're, you know, really, really tiny. Well, now she's two. So we've moved up to the koala crate, right? Which is for kids ages two to four. And she got this really adorable doctor's kit. And she has been walking around, uh, checking my ears, checking Jeff's ears. She wants to check Sadie's ears. That is our new thing. We're very excited about checking people's ears uh, in this house and dog's ears uh, because that's what she got in her koala crate. um, And that's for ages two to four. But they have hands-on science and art projects for kids of all ages, starting at age zero, but going through age 100. You can choose from nine different subscription lines and there really is something for every kid. They can learn without a screen. They will love it. They will love the hands-on projects. And it's been really cool at Ellie's age to see her get involved in the pretend play stuff. Make 2023 the year of discovery with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at kiwico.com slash upside. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com slash upside. 
Is there anything that you say so much on a daily basis that you would not be shocked if you said it in your sleep? Um, there is, but it is similar to the one that I know you're going to say. So I'll let you say yours first as not to steal your thunder. Stop it, Sadie. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not, she's not doing anything wrong usually, but, uh, sometimes she just decides she has an itch and makes these horrible, disgusting noises. When she's getting the itch, that warrants a stop it. Sometimes she just. Mercedes. You know, you know that sound. Oh, it's disgusting. If you have a dog, you've heard that sound, you know? Yeah. Or like cleaning. I think she's like cleaning herself. Right. Yeah. Um, Sometimes she just wants to see what's on the counter. Mm -hmm. She's not necessarily getting anything off or whatever. She's like, I wonder if there's food up there. I'm going to go take a peek. Yeah. Stop it, Sadie. Sometimes she just wants to investigate Lily's bowl. And Lily doesn't like people around her food, even if the bowl's empty. So she, and you can see that the bowl's empty, but Sadie just wants to check, make sure there's not an extra kibble. Stop it, Sadie. Yeah. And when she wants to go out, instead of sitting by the door or coming to get me, because Lily will come get me and she'll start, like she'll, Lily will find me, look me dead in the eye and whimper, which is like her signal And then she'll go walk to... She'll walk the path she wants you to follow. So she'll be like, here, I want food. Let's go to the back door. I need to go out. Sadie throws her body against the back door when she needs to go out. And I'm not sure I could prove this, but I think she does it harder every time. Yeah. She just like launches... For someone who's very lazy, when she decides she wants something, she's like, no, get up now. Whatever it is that you're doing, stop. Because I have decided that now is the time. And she'll do it even if we're not downstairs. Like sometimes we're upstairs in the bedroom and you'll hear us, we'll hear a sound that for one minute I I think, oh my gosh, somebody has just backed into our garage door. No. (laughs) No, it's just Sadie banging. And here's why I think that is, is because Sadie doesn't care what anybody thinks. The phrase that I say all the time um, and you say too it to, is to both dogs and it's up, 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 up because there's a part of the yard. We like them to go to the bathroom in, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also the part of the yard that's farthest away from the door. Mm-hmm. And, but, and we're trying to keep the, the grass clear so Ellie can play. So, so when they go outside, we both walk behind them. And it just dawned on me the other day. We know our next door neighbors. We don't know the people two doors down. And there's a fence you can see into our next door neighbor's yard, but two houses down, the fence is wooden. Yeah. What do they think's going on? Because we don't say the dog's names. We don't. Right. We're just like, up, 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 up. up. So four or five times a day, they just hear us go outside and go, up, 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 up. (laughs) Some sort of mating call. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is, I just have to say, why? For the first time ever, they are sending locks of president's hair into space. But old, like dead presidents, like George yeah, Washington. Yeah, but why right? would we do that? First of all, how know. much hair do we have from George Washington that we have enough that we're like, I don't know, let's see, let's send it in space. Because it's George Washington, it's John F. Kennedy, it's Dwight Eisenhower and Ronald Reagan. And I just feel like what... I don't understand the context with which that we would have that and why we would have so much 
Like are all presidents in their graves with shaved heads? Why do we have all these dead presidents here? Why do we have any hair? I have no idea. And enough that you're like, you know, if it was for like a DNA sample or something right when you get into office. A DNA sample? George Washington had wooden teeth. That's true. Like they didn't, if he got a bad cold, they were putting leeches on him. That's true. So I don't There's know why. No DNA testing. But anyway, so we have George Washington's hair. This is why people don't like Americans. That's all I have to say about that. I think there's a lot of reasons these days, but that could be one of them. Okay. Your second, your second random thing. Uh, here's something for you to worry about. It's called tech neck. Uh, some people even have to have surgery for this. <gasps> Surgery. If you use your phone a lot. You've heard of tech neck before, right? I think we've mentioned it before on the show. Oh, it's like a big thing. Yeah, everyone talks about it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, d- is surgery a big thing? No, I, well, I did not know that you could. Yeah, some people are now having to have surgery for it. You're supposed Gosh. to hold your device at eye level or even a little higher so you slightly look up. Uh, every, I think it's three degrees um, or no, I'm sorry, 15 degrees that you move your head forward, it increases the pressure. Um, if you're looking down at your phone and your head's at an angle of 60 degrees, there's uh, over 50 pounds of pressure on your neck. Mm. So anyways, uh, hold your phone up. And be prepared to make fun of, be made fun of by every Gen Z human alive. Your third random thing is that Cadbury is hosting their nationwide search for who's going to be the Cadbury bunny this year. And they want a rescue pet. So it could be a bunny, a dog, a cat, a pig, whatever. They just have to win. it can't be. It's a bunny. It's a Cadbury Well, why don't you go rescue a bunny and then enter it into the contest? Because- You can't have a Cadbury Easter chicken. Well, you can, apparently. You could have a cat. You don't think it'd be cute if there was a cat that was the Cadbury bunny? No. It's a bunny. Well, they're doing it for rescue animals, which I think is a really cute thing. I hope it's the Cadbury uh, Easter snake. (laughs) That's what I hope it is. (laughs) And I think the marketing campaign is just that thing gollops down about five of those eggs whole. You can just see them work its way through its body. Anyway, so whoever the winner is gets 5000 bucks, and then they donate $5,000. Um, Here are see. your eggs. He has risen. <laughs> You're funny today. It's the Cadbury <laughs> Easter snake. So <laughs> 5000 for the winner and then $5,000 to the animal shelter of their choice, which is why I like it. Anyway, you can enter your pet. CadburyTryouts.com is the website you have until uh, February 23rd. So only a couple more days. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. You know what I wish? I said this to you the other morning. You know what I wish? What do you wish? Me or someone in my family invented yoga pants. How rich is that person? Mm-hmm. What? And the question that I asked you, and have you come up with an answer yet? Because yesterday you didn't remember. When we were at the coffee place that we were talking about, at some point I looked around 100% of the women 
were wearing yoga pants. 100 percent. Mm hmm. What did you wear before yoga pants? I cannot remember. I think that we wore... How long have yoga pants been a thing? I think they were kind of a thing, but I don't remember living in yoga pants the way I do now until COVID. Okay. Like COVID, I think, changed the game because I also used to wear heels every day. Remember that? You did? Yeah. And when we would go out to dinner, I would always wear like heels with jeans. I wore heels to work. Yeah. People just dressed up more before COVID. And then I even dressed up during COVID. And then when people, when I kind of realized it wasn't coming back, I got rid of my heels. I, I can't remember the last time I had on like professional clothes. Huh. Anyways, whoever that person is, him or her, the inventor of the yoga pant, it, print it, good for you. That You're as rich as the person who came up with tennis shoes, you know, running sneakers. Good for you. Everybody has them. Rich as you're rich as the guy as Dick Wolf. Hey guys, Deanie from Tequila. Uh, Just a quick heads up. Yeah, wash everything. Wash all your veggies, even if it's in a bag and it says triple washed. Wash it. Wash it. Wash it. Wash it. And if that means you have to make your own sandwiches and you can't get them at a deli, do that because. You never know when somebody's taking a shortcut or when somebody assumes somebody else did it. Wash, wash, wash. Ask Jeff. Wash them veggies. It's worth it. Hey, guys. Um, just finished up the show today, and I just wanted to say I thought it was great. Um, I think I think you guys start every show with, you know, your gratitude and, and talking about um, you know, what you're grateful for. But I think one of the most important things that you can do is be real with us as your listeners. I mean, we're here for you guys. We're not here for, you know, exclusively positive, you know, just positivity. I think we're here to listen to you guys. And if you guys are having a bad day, I think that's real. And, you know, a lot of us have bad days. And sometimes I think it makes us feel better to hear that other people are also having bad days and going through stuff rather than to just hear, you know, everything's great, everything's great, everything's great over and over again, because that's just not real. So um, I totally agree with you. I think as long as you're starting off with with your gratitude, um, I think keeping it real with us is is what we're here for. And, you know, if some people can't handle that sometimes, then they can skip those episodes. But um, yeah, I think honesty and realness is, is part of what we're listening to the upside for. So keep it up. Hey, Callie, I just want you to know that you put the fear of God into me about the bag salad because I tend to push that and take my chances. And I came home from work and threw all of them out because I buy them when they're on sale anyway. So you may have saved me from having uh, food poisoning, but thank you for putting the fear of God into me. Love y'all. Bye. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest, that's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.